Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. It's a special edition, uh, Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve, yeah. How you doing, my love? I'm good. I'm a bit nasal. Yeah, you've got you've got a cold. Be congested. Congested, but uh, I think it might be the snow here in lovely Stavanger in Norway, which is where we are uh, recording this podcast, so uh, having a little bit of a Christmas break. Um, we just wanted to do a quick one with this one. What, what did we watch, my love? We watched The Hunt. Uh, a 2012 movie by Thomas Vinterberg and um, I just thought while we're playing this game of chess we'd talk about it because I've watched this film before which yeah. is sometimes the case with a lot of the films <laughs> that we've done um, and I really wanted to show because it really hit me the first time and it's hit me again um, give a brief synopsis of what it is my love okay so it's about a man mm -hmm. a single man mm -hmm. a recently divorced man uh, deduced yeah who has a teenage son and he works in a nursery. Yeah. Which I think was not even his primary job. I think there was a school. I think he worked in teaching older children and that school closed. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. He, he found yeah. himself working in a nursery school in, uh, I'd say, a fairly quiet um, village. Okay. And in his work in the nursery, which is, again, as in a small village, lots and lots of children and family members that you sort of know because the community's small mm -hmm. and it's in that setting that one of the children in the nursery who happens to be his best friend's daughter mm, Theo yeah. yeah um accused so the daughter accuses him one day not directly but through another staff member in the nursery accuses him mm. in quotation marks of abusing him so yeah. she, she makes a very abusing lewd her, yeah. statement about something yeah. that so she, she says something very lewd and then essentially implies that it's because he he showed her his private parts. Yeah. Now, um, it's a Thomas Vintenberg film. Thomas Vintenberg is called a Danish filmmaker who I really, really like. He makes really good films. Um, there's a later film he's made, which I'm going to show you. And I think I've started it another round, okay. which is about the drinking one. Um, if you get that to the end, that's also a very good film. Mm -hmm. uh, but I really love his films. I'm going to start off with the things that just the, the sort of by the ways, uh, the film's shot really nicely. Um, I like the setting. The forest scenes and how it depicts autumn's really good. Um, I think it's a really well-made film. Yeah. Now, what I really want to talk about is the ramifications of something like this. Um, because straight from the get-go, you were upset, weren't you? <laughs> I was very angry. <laughs> why, <laughs> why is that the case? Um, I think because... It was an. It was just a demonstration of how, of a, of a witch hunt, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I I guess that the way the film, I've moved actually. So oh, have you? Oh, okay, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, we're playing chess in case <laughs> that wasn't wasn't obvious from the beginning. But I think that the way the film was made, it was obvious from the beginning that he didn't do anything. But then I, I was also waiting for some like really horrific plot twist in the end, and he's like, "Ah, I got away with that." Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, thankfully, that wasn't the case. Um, but yeah, I think it was it was played in a way that you you I anyway assumed his innocence from the beginning because it just it didn't seem to add up. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I think watch watching what then unfolded as just a full on witch hunt and how it just ruined every aspect mm -hmm. of his life and his kids' wife life rather. Um, yeah, it was just very, very annoying. And, and beyond that, it wasn't just him. It was how it then ruined 
well, to me, it felt like you were potentially ruining the girl's life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it then rolled on beyond that to then you're traumatising all the other kids in this very small, tight-knit yeah. nursery. And it just, it all felt like it was handled for me in a very, very inappropriate way. So um, just what, what you said about you assumed he was innocent. I think the filmmaker, Thomas Vinsenberg, kind of makes it very clear that it's not because there's a scene at the beginning, um, spoiler alert, guys, like, don't listen to this if you haven't watched it. Um, where the, her brother, Torsten, shows her um, a pornographic image. Yeah. Right, and they usually use the words, quote-unquote, look, it's a stiff rod, right? Mm, mm. So, obviously, she's used that word for word verbatim. Because it's what she's learned. It's what she's learned. So you immediately think, well, based on, you know, it's Mads, Mik- Mads Mikkelsen is the guy who cast Lucas, is cast as Lucas, by the way. You don't think it's him. You don't believe it's him. Mm. So I think they make it very clear from the beginning that it's not him. And that makes me, when, when I first watched it, make, made me realise that it's not a film where it's a whodunit. Yeah. It's more of what does gossip do mm. and how does it spread in a community like that? Yeah. And what does it mean for someone who's been accused of that and when you get ostracised? Mm. What does that do to you mm. as a human being? Do you know what I mean? Um, what, what did you think about that? It, that, I guess that's why I was so angry because it was it was just it was just becoming out of control and I guess that I was I was almost relieved that you have sort of certain protocols and investigation in place for a reason. So talk to me about that. You you said that what the the teacher did at the, be- the beginning is not what you do. The reason why I'm asking you these yeah. questions because um you work in a setting where stuff like that could be your responsibility to escalate. Yeah. What would you have done differently? So, from- yeah, it's, I mean, it's not to say that I'm a sort of expert in how these things are. And actually, we're in, in the setting that I work in, we're really fortunate that you have what are called sort of safeguarding departments. Um, and so if you're like me and, you know, you don't always take information in all the time or learn it for gospel, then at least, you know, OK, if, if I encounter something that is potentially very serious or abuse, whatever mm. kind it is, really the next thing you need to remember is I need to speak to safeguarding. Yeah. If that's all you remember, then you won't go far wrong. Yeah. So, you know, we're really fortunate that that's drummed into you very early on, that there is a department that is there to... Mm take out the judge during execution the role that naturally people want to play because take that out of take it that. so that they can deal with it in the proper way and i think one of the things that the film was trying to say is that when it's it's such a close-knit society and you're dealing with human relationships it's very hard to remove the emotion from it like the woman clearly cares about her kids mm. she feels like a kid's been harmed under her watch. under her watch and she's gone into fight yeah. or flight yeah. and as a result done so you know the the calling of the mum fair enough you call the mum but yeah. then the, the everyone else's and, kid and, and all of that shouldn't necessarily be handled by her alone there's, exactly there's, there's sort of you know thankfully there are channels to sort of make sure that that's done properly because of all the effects it can have on yeah. people and you know you're you're not really there to figure out did this happen or not you're there to you're there to make sure that you've taken proper record of what was said mm-hmm. um, and then allow that to be investigated because, I mean, you saw in the film as well how then the way she was, the little girl Clara was asked certain questions didn't they really were leading give, her, questions, yeah, didn't yeah. give her the opportunity She actually said at the beginning, I said something foolish, he didn't do it. Yeah. Like, uh, or did, I think she might have said it to the investigator or to the mum or yeah. something like yeah. that, but they, they had already run with the mm. story, right? Yeah. 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 Um, one of the things that, you know, that happened that I thought was interesting and what I wanted to talk to you about as well is 
and we were talking about while watching it is people's reactions and especially mm. your friends mm. and i said it's one of those things that if you're if someone you know is accused of this you have to choose whether you believe or you don't oh, and I as a result i don't think you do i disagree uh, with that no so i i think i would do that and i would act accordingly so if i thought my best mate has been accused of i can't say i believe him but then i won't leave my kids around him I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out of my way of driving from my house with my kids to come and keep them there, but if, I would, I would, it's business as usual. No, I, I, and I, because I think as you've seen, like, the, a lot of these things aren't black and white and, you know, did he make mistakes by putting himself in situations alone with a child? Yes, that's probably inappropriate. Even mm. if you like, yeah, you're a nursery worker, fine. Mm. But do you need to be walking kids home from the supermarket? No. So, so yeah, you could very much argue that he made mistakes in terms of professional slash family boundaries. Boundary, you know? yeah, yeah. But also, what am I trying to say? Like, it, no, nothing's black or white. Like, she didn't just wake up and decide, I'm going to say that I've seen his rod. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think certain things got her to that point. And so... I think, again, even if your close family member or friend is accused, I, I don't think it is as black and white as me deciding whether I believe or not. It's more let, letting that, I guess, criminal process play out, which I'm not saying the criminal justice system is perfect. It's not. Yeah. I guess if it's your, your I know, your husband or your wife, that's very different. Mm. But if it's like a, a friend, it's... Well, you could have a really, really good... Like in this film, I think it showed... Theo and, and Lucas were very... Like brothers, almost. And it's one of those things that... It was the de- de- deterioration of the relationship with the fear that was part of the things that drove him a bit crazy. Like, he, he wasn't right, and that. But I, I, he he surely he needs to recognize that the, the situation as it is, and and even you know it's it's going to be very hard for the, her parents to just be like, oh yeah, nothing. Oh, happened. nothing happened, especially with the, yeah, and yeah. And even if even if they are getting to the point where they're like, oh maybe she lied, you know, that is still incredibly difficult for them to figure out why on, why on earth is our daughter saying yeah. something like this. You know? In real life, I I was you know I was saying this in real life. Will someone first of all, you know, to as to assault your best friend's daughter is a different level of cold heartedness. And if it's 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 next level, like mm. it's psychopath but level. It happens. it happens, but you then you think, but if I've known this guy all my life, I don't know. I I I I think sometimes relationships count for something, and I might get. Listen, if my daughter turned up and I could see, you know, blood coming down her leg, and God forbid, you know, that all that sort of stuff, then absolutely, I something has happened, right? But if it's just that things have been said and we don't even know, I have to. The relationship with my friend has to count for something, and I yeah, have count, to count for something in the sense that, that I don't did, kill did, him. Did yet. They, yeah, <laughs> did they, did they need to actively work for him to be outcast. Could they have said, "Look, you know, did they have the power in their voices to say to the other people, let's just let this thing be sorted out by the police and everyone else, just try your best to carry on?" Yeah, this yeah. That's not their responsibility, but they could have done that if they wanted. But I don't think that... it's laying the burden on them when yeah. it's quite a traumatic situation. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, what did you think about uh, the the last part? Is just the, the how to. And you have to remember that we knew he was innocent from the beginning. That's so true. It's very different. It's when different. All, yeah, all you've been told. That's a very good point. Yeah, all can... you've been told is that you know your daughter said this, by the way. And that's true. I've got nothing to say. That's true. Like we're the viewers, but yeah. in the context of the film, they didn't know yeah. that yet. How does it feel to be ostracised? How did you think? Do you think it was a bit ham-fisted the way he was punched out of the shop? And oh no, I'm sure these tr- things would happen. Yeah. Especially, it's it's one of those things like 
paedophilia is so gross that no, it's very rare for people to be like, oh, yes, fine, like, you know, like yeah. to, to defend people in yeah. that situation. Yeah. So these, you know, everyone knows that if you go to prison accused of that, like it's over for you. Like, these are just open secrets that people know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think it was hand-fisted. I think that's probably, probably yeah. what would happen. Maybe, yeah. some, maybe some poor soul might have called the police, oh, there's a guy mm. getting like killed in the supermarket, you might want to come and check this mm. out, but... Yeah, people turn a blind eye, don't yeah. especially yeah. if they think you're guilty. Exactly, exactly. It was overly dramatized, but I think it worked because you were already emotionally, <clears throat> sorry, hooked, um, and as a result, those scenes hit. I like the Christmas Eve scene. Um, I do wonder what it, you know what led to them actually saying let's help him at the end. But I guess it was just uh, for, Which for, bit you know the the Christmas Eve scene. Like before he asked his daughter, I think he already kind of felt in the church. Yeah, in the church that he needed to see him or. So no, I I think I think when they saw him got beat up in the supermarket, I think, I think the seeds were getting planted in the dad's head. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first time and he was beginning to think. Mm. But do you think also they did? They do you think it was also the case that when that the judge had released him, that was kind of the beginning of the end of it. Like he was actually proven. Not that. even because I thought I assumed that that was essentially on remand in custody for a full hearing later on i, assu- uh, I assumed yeah, yeah not that the whole case has been thrown out because mm. that i just took that to mean that you're not being remanded in custody until until further yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I i'm not sure now yeah, yeah. um yeah i assumed that there was still going to be a full-on criminal court mm. case mm. yeah it's it's um uh, my final thoughts are it's interesting to see in such a a down-to-earth but matter-of-fact way what happens when you are basically cast out of the village (laughs) yeah Yeah, and what happens you know we we always know that happens but what does it mean on a day-to-day basis the killing of the dog was that was awful that made me really so you know that broke uh me um Mm. but it's an interesting film it takes a very simple premise and it just explores it a little bit um and for that i really really like this film i really like what are your thoughts yeah i think that I was a bit. I had reservations when I knew about the topic matter. I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've been trying to get you to watch <laughs> yeah. this, and you just heard pedos like, just, nope, oh, nope. No, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, no, my love, it's it's more than that. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, if you can get past, obviously, I think it would be very triggering for people who might have been through that. I yeah, know. that's true. But I think if you can get past that, it's it's. I think they yeah they explored. I think modern day, Austri- I was gonna say ostracism. Is that a word? Yeah. So, yeah, to be ostracized. ostracized, Yeah, now that's a very because I almost forgot to say that. Yeah, this also feeds into the importance of the justice system, Mm. you know, and the rule of law. And actually, there's a a Quentin Tarantino movie where uh, is it Django or something? I can't remember, but they talk about this frontier justice and um, and uh, criminal justice and the normal justice law, Mm. where the importance of it because. It's n- human's natural nature to just want to, you know, the vigilante to 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 to, to kill you to get, those to get sticks, sticks and, and hunt you down, you know. And it's really important because because half the time we don't know, and mm. I just think they really show that well. Is that that sort of debate mm. sits at the very top mm. of what is going on here mm. because you can see what's happened, and at the end of the day, was it necessary? I understand it, but I don't think it was. So, yeah. Good, and, good. Yeah, how you could easily end up on the wrong side of it. Exactly. Yeah. And people and getting you killed. You really hope the law is, is correct. Not correct, is fair. It's fair. Because you don't want to be on the wrong side of wrong it side if you genuinely didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would you give it out of a 10, my love? Um, I think I'd give it a seven and a half. Okay. 
Yeah. So it's uh, it's a bit better than Oppenheimer in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He kind of looks like the guy. In <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think a seven and a half. I would say. What about you? Uh, yeah. For me, it's. Um, I think it's it's a, it's one of those films I wouldn't give a rating because it's. I really like it because of its simplicity. Yeah. Um, of it. Um, but if I was to, I would say for what it is, an eight and a half. Wow. I really like it. Yeah. Wow. I really like, it. and I love the ending. Mm. To say that uh, it's all well, but it's there are people. Really. Yeah. There are people who always think you're a pedo, yeah. and it's kind of how it is, really, yeah. isn't it? You've really damaged his life. His so. reputation yeah. is yeah. shot with some people, and not just the girl yeah, yeah. who's a six-year-old at the end of the day. Yeah, you know, what does she know? And I really don't understand why he would not leave that girl alone. Which again, <laughs> just makes you wonder. Maybe he did do it. Do you not? Do you not think it just left? And the fact that someone tried le- to shoot him. Do you think that they were just trying to leave a seed of doubt in your mind? Yeah, that maybe there was something that did happen with... Yeah. I just don't... Yeah, who knows? You don't actually know, do you? You don't, you don't, no. Yeah, kind of gross. Yeah. Anyway, guys, um, really, really enjoyed watching this film and loved reviewing it. Um, We've got a few more films coming, or film reviews coming in the pipeline. But listen, have yourself a very Merry Christmas. We're time stamping this one. Mm -hmm. And um, we'll be back with you on Lights, Camera and Life. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye.